0: You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Phil Nelson. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org.
1: Yes, Happy New Year! Woo! How many had a good Christmas and a good New Year? How many are exhausted? (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like when you go on a big vacation and you come back and you need a vacation from the vacation. It's like we need now a vacation from the New Year's. And um, wow, it's so good to see you all. My name is Phil Nelson. I'm uh, one of the pastors here. Those of you who are visiting us, thank you. You are our honored guest this morning. And uh, in the closing bit of the service, Uh, we will let you know we have a special gift for you and how you can uh, receive that gift uh, in the lobby. Um, Before we go into the new year, I just, I wanna take a moment and thank God for 2019. The good, the bad, the ugly, the confusing, the frustrating, the overwhelming, the sense of loss, disaster, destruction, restoration, redemption, All of it. God is good. He is faithful. Yeah, you can put your hands together on that. Those who are clapping like this, they know they've been through it and they've seen God work incredibly. I don't know what your 2019 was. I know for us as a staff, it had a lot of challenges, but it drew us so much closer to the Lord and to each other, and I'm I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that. I want to thank you, our family, here at Elevation Community Church for all the incredible, all the incredible impact that each of you who have served, who have come faithfully, who have given generously, thank you for helping make this ministry something that brings life change to so many people. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your love and your service. I want to thank our staff, particularly uh, I run them ragged, uh, during the month of December, and so they're exhausted. And, uh, but it's good. They're refreshing now. But I want to thank my staff, my leadership team. I want to thank all of our leaders, our elders. I want to thank all of those who attended and served all of December. Do you realize we did 10 huge events in December? That's crazy. Not sure if we'll do that again. <laughs> But how cool was it that all of you stepped up? Thank you. Was New Year's Eve crazy or what? We had 150 people in here celebrating the new year together. It was awesome. And so I just want to say thank you. 2019 was a year of God's blessing and favor, but it was also a year of challenging, learning, discovering. And so can we just thank God for a minute? Let's just bow our heads. Father, thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for never leaving us, never forsaking us. In the deepest pain, in the deepest valley of 2019, you were there. You were there. We may still not understand it. We may still not see the fruit from it. But we can trust by faith that you are faithful. And your promises will never, ever return empty. We thank you, God, for loving us, Father. And we have great anticipation for the new year. It's in the mighty name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So I have to jump on the bandwagon. I have to jump on the bandwagon with all the other churches, organizations, marketing, commercials, 2020 Vision. It is out there. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm so glad we didn't go with that series because everyone's doing it. But... It's our opportunity to talk about vision. Companies are talking about it. I mean, 2020 is the year for eye doctors. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) I mean, this is their year. And so, 2020 vision, especially in our culture and in our secular world, is all about our physical ability to see clearly. It's our physical ability to see clearly. But what we don't understand is there's not just a physical world, there is a spiritual world that is more real than our physical world. It is a world that will never fade. This world is temporal, the heavenly world is eternal. Okay? So there is a 2020 vision missing in this picture because the physical 2020 vision. If we live our lives based on the cultural definition of the physical 2020 vision, we walk a very dangerous slope, y'all, <laughs> of coming to conclusions and assumptions based on our current circumstances. So, de- depending through the physical 2020 vision, depending on your current circumstance, that is going to tell you whether things are good or bad. That's dangerous. When we just base on what is going on and how good things are or how healthy or how we should feel, it is a dangerous slope based on circumstances. And then we get in on an even dangerous slope when we talk about feelings. Because then based on circumstances and based on our feelings, this is how things are going to go. And in the kingdom of God, that is not true. The kingdom of God is not based on circumstances. The kingdom of God is not based on feelings. It's based on truth. Truth is not always driven by feelings and circumstances. And this is a major contributor. Us having this physical, cultural vision of basically allowing our circumstances to determine our future, this is a major contributor of over the years in our culture, of our culture becoming (laughs) a consumer-driven culture, a device-absorbed culture, a knee-jerk-reacting culture, and a assumption-making culture. Would you all agree? It goes back to the worldly definition of 2020 vision. It's not based on the physical. It's based on truth that will never fade away. And so as I have been seeking, probably since October, since I've been seeking the Lord for my life in 2020, and as I've been seeking the Lord and processing with the leaders on God's heartbeat for Elevation Community Church in 2020, I get overwhelmed with anticipation and excitement for what God wants to do here in this local church and in his kingdom, his body, the bride of Christ. And my prayer is after today and after the January New Year's series that you would awaken, And you also would be excited for what God longs to do in and through you, in and through us as a local church, and in and through the kingdom of God. I'm excited for that. And I hope you will be soon. And I think the whole concept of 2020 vision is important and valid But if we stop there, I believe we have missed it. And so I believe that there is a spiritual alarm. Some of you have already heard it in your spirits. There is a spiritual alarm going off in the kingdom of God. This alarm cannot be heard with the physical ears. You cannot hear it with your physical ears. You can't see it necessarily with your physical eye. But there is an alarm going off for those who call themselves Christians to awake. The church is given an alarm 2020, 2020, to awaken. What do I mean by that? There's four areas this series, Awake, is going to cover. The first one, is the way we see. The way we see, not physical. How do we see spiritually? How do we open our eyes spiritually to what is happening in the kingdom of God right here in us, within us, through us, and around us? Let me ask you, if you call yourself a Christian, where are you seen through the lens of the kingdom of God. Just look this past week. Where are you seeing? How are you perceiving your circumstances and everything going on in your life through the lens of the kingdom of God? Many of you know exactly what it is. Some of you are still thinking about it, and some of you have no idea. What is the kingdom of God? Well, we're going to get there. It's how we see. You understand? In order for us to be Christians, what that means is we are followers of a Savior who defeated death and brought the kingdom of God and will continue to bring the kingdom of God until it's fulfilled on his soon return. It is so important for us to understand that. The way we see. So just think, I want to leave this with us. I, I want you to really think about it. How are you seeing through the lens of the kingdom of God? And if not, what needs to change? Go ahead and think about that. How we see. The second one is how we hear. How we Here, There is a sound, a spiritual sound, and it's called God's voice. God's voice. Some of you heard it when you got saved, when you asked Jesus to come and be your Savior. Some of you have heard it maybe in a desperate time, in a valley, a crisis, but that was five years ago. And as followers of christ and we're going to see in a minute when we belong to the kingdom of god and who we are the spirit of god lives in us we need to be hearing the things of god in order to see the things of god and then the third one is to act we need to act we need to act and then we need to grow but i want to stop on here real quick because there's there's two events coming up that kind of fit within these four areas And I want to unveil them to you today. They're coming up in the next month, and I am so excited about it. So if you want to learn how to hear God's voice, if you want to tap into the resources of Scripture and understand how you can daily, every moment, hear from God, and then speak the voice of God, the word of God, the encouragement of God to other people, then we have an incredible opportunity for you. It's a ministry called Activation Ministry. Jason and Kristen Scott, they are the real deal. They attend North Star Church in Loveland, and I love their hearts. I want you to watch this. Good
2: morning, Elevation Community Church. Jason and Kristen Scott. Hi, everyone. Hi, we lead a ministry called Activation Ministries right down the road from you in Loveland. Our desire is to awaken hearts to the more of God. What's the more? Paul in 1 Corinthians 14.1 talks about eagerly desiring all spiritual gifts, especially prophecy, prophecy, right? And so we are excited to bring a workshop to you come January called The Gift to Go After. It's a four week journey and you're gonna learn how to better hear God's voice and grow in intimacy with Him You'll learn how to effectively share his heart with other people and learn how to walk in prophecy in a way that's healthy. It's going to be awesome. The class is going to be high energy, high humor, high authenticity, high application. Uh, We're going to share a little bit at the beginning of class, give some testimonies, demonstrate, and then you all are jumping right in the shallow end with us. And we're going to practice. We're going to do activations. I tell you, everyone will receive a prophetic word every night and you will be You will be prophesying by the end of each night, so we're really excited. It starts on January 15th, and it's for four weeks from 6.30 to 8.30 every night. We want you to go ahead and sign up right now because space is limited, so make sure that you let Elevation know if you want to come and join us. We're really excited to meet you all and join you in this journey of prophecy. See you later. Good
1: morning, Elevation. Some of you are really excited about that, and some of you are freaked out. And I just want to tell you it's okay. The word prophecy is used out of context all the time, and if you grew up in a church movement like I did, it was abused and misused, okay? Prophecy is literally hearing the voice of God and speaking what God is speaking to edify and encourage one another. Isn't that awesome? That's what the body of Christ is for. And Paul in the New Testament, he talks more about prophecy than anything else. When it comes to the spiritual gifts, prophecy is simply hearing the voice of God in your heart and then not keeping it, but giving it to someone else. And they are, right, Pastor Daniel, they are the real deal. I'm so excited uh, for this class. Now, we are going to sign up in a moment these next two weeks. We're actually going to have Jason and Kristen join us uh, next week so you can hear their hearts a little bit. Um, But one thing to know is we're going to cap it off at 40 people. We're going to cap it off at 40 people, so be the first 40 to sign up. Uh, again, the dates are um, January 15th. They're on Wednesday nights, February 5th. Uh, January 15th to February 5th, 630 to 830. At this point, we would love to offer childcare, but we need some people to help with childcare. So please indicate on the sign-up sheets when they pass you away in a minute uh, if you would like to help with child care. So, hearing the voice of God, seeing through the lens of the kingdom of God, and the next one is acting. Can you say act? Act. Act. It's how we behave. It's how we operate and how we function. This is so important. We need to understand how we're to act in relation and engagement with one another because everyone is watching to see if us who call ourselves Christians are the real deal. They're watching. And we can't act like Christians if we're not seeing the spiritual. We can't act like spiritual beings if we're not hearing from God. And we're going to get practice in 2020. More and more and more. I'm so excited. And our first event comes from someone in our community who had an idea, and she's here sitting right now. I won't make you stand up, Jenny. Jenny Hartman from Blanchester High School Special Needs uh, Department, uh, or Department, right? Special Education. education. And uh, she has had a dream in her heart that I believe God has placed in her heart. And she wanted to do a prom night, a special night. She saw it, experienced Anyone know Tim Tebow? Yeah? Tim Tebow has a foundation, and he does this all across the country and the world on February 7th. And guess what? They accepted Elevation Community Church to be one of their churches that does night to shine. This is incredible. We get to love People with special needs who don't often receive love. They're overlooked. They're abused. They're mistreated a lot of times. They need more than anything to know that Jesus loves them. And you know how they're going to know that Jesus loves them? Through you. How you see, how you hear, and how you act. Watch this.
0: It's a cool meeting tim oh yeah Tennis inspires me so much we're gonna have some fun tonight right oh yeah all right let's go every hardland, farm town fence post, on every west coast big break queen all your high-rise skyline concrete kids every zip code in between grab your first time front porch pounding and heart and gas up your chevrolet Cause the sun's half gone and it won't be long Till we make our getaway Soy alegría y corazón Soy maestro de fe y amor Enseñamos a creer y enseñamos a soñar Hoy es tiempo de reír también Hoy es tiempo de bailar Deseamos hoy creer y por eso déjanos volar This is our time no favorite pair of denim patched up knees and faded blue That's important. That's important. the best night of my life. Ah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. That gets me. Because we have an opportunity right here in our community and our Clinton County and Claremont County. To touch so many lives. We're planning on 80, 80 students and young adults with special needs from high school, freshman level to about 30-something. If you know anyone that qualifies in that, please go to our Facebook sometime today and get them to start registering. It's open, right? And so, uh, to all of you, who would say, I am connected to Elevation Community Church. We're going to need you this night. We need at least 150 volunteers to make it work. Seriously. We've been meeting as a leadership team, continually uh, putting everything together. Tim Tebow, guys, his foundation gave us $6,500 to get started. But this event usually requires anywhere from six to $12,000. It is an extravagant night that we've never been a part of before. And so we're going to need literally all hands on deck. And so I've, I've asked the sign-up sheets to start going out. We need you guys to sign up, not signing your life away, but we need you to sign up because we need to get you information. Now, in order to do this, Uh, Under the requirements of Tim Tebow's foundation, everyone needs to have a background check who is going to be in contact or engagement with any special needs student. So we need to get that going. We also have trainings coming up the next three Sundays, I believe, right, Jenny? The next three Sundays, you don't have to attend them all, just one, just one. So we have three that you can attend. I would love to, I'm gonna talk with Jeff and Tiffany as well. I would love to get the youth, each special needs student, has a buddy that crowns them king and queen, that walks with them, that builds a relationship. What a great opportunity for the youth and for us as a church to share the love of Jesus. It's gonna be extravagant, and we're gonna be able, because we see, not in this physical world, and because we hear the kingdom of God and the things of God, we can act in love, but not just love, we can act in power and authority, and mercy and compassion in a way that's going to translate to even the least of these are you excited yet i am i'm so excited i'm so excited excuse me and the last is we're going to grow this is where it's going to be challenging for me and for all of us i feel like the lord's saying it's time children It's time, my son, it's time, my daughter, to grow up. It is time for us to be the church, and in order to do that, we need to grow. We need to allow our roots, our spiritual roots, to grow deep in the foundation of God's truth, deep in the foundation of our relationship with Jesus Christ Deep in the foundation of our connection with the Holy Spirit and our engagement with the Holy Spirit, and deep in the connection and relation with other people. We need each other to grow, and we are going to focus a lot of our time and a lot of our energy on this one thing. The end of February, small group seasons will start again, and we're going to be focusing on growing and deepening our roots. And so before I go any further, the Lord changed everything on me yesterday when I was going over my message, and I just felt like he wants to speak to each and every one of us through the power of his word about the kingdom of God. You see, if we don't understand the kingdom of God, we can't see the kingdom of God. We can't hear the kingdom of God. And if that's the case, guys, we've all missed the kingdom of God. We're missing it. How can we bring the kingdom of God to other people that we don't even know? This is a problem of the church today. And we're going to see this change in Jesus' name here at Elevation Community Church. Amen? I'm excited about that. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a fire hose experience or a fire hose version through all Scripture that talks about what is the kingdom of God, where the problem is what is the solution to the kingdom of god and who is it for there are a lot of scriptures so you can try to write them down but i need you to really stay alert so you don't miss it but first and foremost i want us to pray that god would open the eyes of our heart to his kingdom so would you bow your heads and if you feel comfortable just extend your hands in front of you palms up and say Say, God, give me the eyes of your heart. Would you even repeat after me? God, give me your eyes. God, give me your eyes. Help me see your kingdom. Amen. Ephesians. Tell us to awake. Can you say awake? Now, can you say it even louder like you're going to wake up somebody? Ready? Awake, yeah. Awake, O sleeper. The voice of the Lord says, Awake, O sleeper. Rise up from the dead. Rise up from the dead. Wake up. Shake it off. Wake up, O sleeper. Wake up, church. Wake up, fellow brother, fellow sister in Christ. Wake up. The kingdom of God is at hand. Rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So then Paul says, So be careful how you live, how you act, how you see, how you hear, how you grow. Be careful. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Wake up! 2020's here, and so is the kingdom of God. So here it is. What is the kingdom of God? Psalms 103. Here we go. You ready? You ready? Are you ready? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Daniel. I'm so glad you're on staff. Woo. Ready? Are your spirits ready? Because I believe, honestly, I believe that the word of God is going to awaken us today. It's going to awaken us. Here we go. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens. Say this word with me. And his kingdom rules over all. What is his kingdom? It is not a place. It's a person. It's God almighty. It's his rule and it's his reign. It's his dominion. It is the place where God dwells and rules and reigns. That's very important to note while we unfold the kingdom of God. From generation to generation, they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men your mighty acts and the glory of the majesty of your kingdom. Everybody, thank you. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. It's an everlasting kingdom. It will not fade. It will never be stopped. It will never be shaken. It's the kingdom of God who established the foundations of the world. But we have a problem. It's called sin. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What does that mean? Let's bring it into just modern-day context so we can all understand. We've missed the mark of God, and therefore we've missed the kingdom of God. God cannot be with fallen man. Perfect cannot no longer be with sin. Imperishable can no longer be with the perishable. We have been separated because of our sin. It's almost like a veil has been put between you and me and God. Why? Because our sin prohibits us from being with God that was the design from the beginning was God to be with his people we have a problem and Ephesians says it best and you and me put your name right in there and I was dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked you are dead separated from God, you're dead You're dead. You don't have life. Even though you walk around in a physical body, you are dead because of your sins. Following the course of this world, fallen world, following the prince and the power of the air, the devil, Satan himself, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience to God, among whom we all once lived, if you're a Christian and Christ lives in your heart, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature's, say this with me, children of wrath. Let that sink in. If you're living in the life of your sin, you are living out the identity of children of wrath. That is the curse of sin, everybody. That is the problem we have. But there is a solution, thank God, that we can have hope. If you don't have hope today, guess what? I have good news. There's hope. And we focused on that hope this December. And this is a scripture I used. And I believe it's going to be perceived in a new light now that we're understanding the kingdom. For unto us. A child is born. Now there's hope. We were dead in our sin, children of wrath, but God sent his son. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government, his kingdom, hello, shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. He's wonderful because he's coming to rescue us from sin so we can be a part of his kingdom. That is amazing love. Wonderful. Counselor, the Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his kingdom and the, of peace, there will be what? No end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And now, 30 years after the Messiah is born and he starts his ministry of the kingdom of God, we read this. After John the Baptist was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God saying the time is fulfilled and the what? Can we get a little bit more enthusiastic than that? Guys, this is something that is going to blow your mind when your spiritual eyes start to see it and your spiritual ears start to hear it. Let's do this again. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Sorry. Let's try it again. Come on, Phil. The time is fulfilled and the Thank you. Let's have churches at hand. Repent means turn from your sin. Why? Because sin separates you from the kingdom of God. Wow. Turn from your sin and believe in the one true God who sent his only son, Jesus the Messiah, for you. Why? Because he wants you in his kingdom. Repent and believe in the good news of the gospel. But seek first. Jesus, he's he's got the tons of people, thousands of people around him, and they're worrying about the things that they can't control. We can't relate to that. But they're worrying about the things of tomorrow, what they're going to clothe themselves with, how are they going to eat, where are they are going to get their food, how they're going to get the money that they need for the electric bills and their cell phone bills, and they don't understand how they're going to make everything meet. They're worrying about all these things and their valid needs. A lot of them are valid. And Jesus is saying, you don't get it. You're not seeing. You're not hearing. Because what you need more than anything is the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else that you need will be given to you. That is good news. For behold, Jesus says, the kingdom of God is no longer distant, is no longer going to be trapped in a temple. This is good news. The kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And very soon... It's going to be available to be in you. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but of power. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man finds and covers it up Then in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood. Do me a favor, literally, take one take your right or left hand, pinch yourself. Not too hard. Flesh and blood. If you pinch yourself too hard and you open your skin, you will begin to bleed. That is our human cavity. Our human cavity in which our spirit resides. Our human cavity will die, but your spirit will continue to live on. It's where your spirit will go is the question. Flesh and blood cannot obtain this, it cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he dies, say this with me, yet shall. Jesus has got a point here. And everyone who lives and believes in me, say this somberly, let it sink in, shall shall never die. What do we fear most? On earth? Death. The good news of the kingdom is you don't have to. That's the good news that Jesus brings. That should awaken us, friends. That should awaken us. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one can get to the kingdom except through me. No one. Not good merit. Not works. Not your good looks. Not your success, only Jesus. He says, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. Are you getting this, church? I hope so. They will come and go freely and will find good pastors. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy, but my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again of the Spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Want to see the kingdom of God? We need to have Christ living inside of us. We need to die to our sin and become a new creation. I'm getting ahead of myself. This is exciting. Jesus said this to Pilate as he stood on trial, and everyone wants to crucify him, and as he's standing there, whipped and beaten beyond recognition, he can see, looming in the distance, the cross, in which he will be nailed to. And he says this to Pilate. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not have to be delivered to the Jews. What he's saying, if my kingdom was of this world, you would have no control over me. If my kingdom was of this world, angels would be kicking you in the face right now. (laughs) I would not have to go through what I'm going through. They would deliver me to New Jerusalem. But my kingdom's not of this world. It's not. Of this world. But my kingdom, or or excuse me, that I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus said, You say that I'm a king. For this purpose I was born. For unto us a child is born. For this purpose. What's the purpose? The kingdom of God. For you. And for me. For this purpose I was born and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Hearing the voice of truth. And when they had beaten and whipped him beyond recognition, like a sheep led to the slaughter, they crucified Jesus on the cross in between two criminals. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And with his last breath, he said, It is finished. And when he died, the veil, remember me saying a veil? The veil that was physically in the temple that separated the presence of God to people, sin, was torn in two. From top to bottom, which was humanly not possible, saying that the kingdom of God is not humanly possible to obtain. You have to obtain it through the spiritual sacrifice of Jesus. And since we're just coming out of Christmas season, this verse has come to life to me from hark the herald angel sing. With this in mind, look at this, veiled in flesh. The Godhead see. God had to become flesh in order to once again be present with you and me. And he veiled his presence, his holiness, with flesh so that he could be with us. And pay the ultimate price. Pleased as man with men to dwell. Jesus, God with us. He brought the kingdom. He paid the price for the kingdom. And now the kingdom is available to us. It's incredible. Who is this for? Who is this for? Well, stick with me. Here we go. I'm going to go even faster. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting eternal life in the kingdom of God. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast, for we are his workmanship. Hello? We are designed and called by the kingdom of God for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. How many are thankful for that? But you are fellow citizens of heaven. With the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the good news of the gospel, the apostles, the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being our cornerstone in, in him, whom the whole structure of the church of Christ being joined together grows. There's that word. Grows. What are we growing into? A holy temple. Would you say those two words with me? Holy temple in the lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God. I know we're getting squirmy, but this is important. So who are who is it for? And when we've received it through Jesus Christ, who are we? We are citizens of heaven. We do not belong to this world. We are citizens of heaven, a heavenly kingdom. We are ambassadors. What do ambassadors have when they go to a foreign country? They have diplomatic immunity. Do you realize that you, as a citizen of heaven, have diplomatic immunity here on earth through the kingdom of heaven? You have God's authority. Why aren't we acting on it? Because we're not hearing because we're not seeing, and because we're not growing. You are a royal priest. Do you know that? To do God's work here on earth, you are his royalty. You are his temple in which his Holy Spirit dwells. That is good news. For the Spirit of God did not Give us the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption of the kingdom of God in which we call and cry out, Abba, Daddy. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed through the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then what does Jesus say? The end will come. Do you know how many tribes and people groups are left on the planet Earth that have not heard of the kingdom of God? Very few. What does Jesus say? When all have heard, the end will come. The kingdom of God will be coming in full completion when Jesus returns. This is really important to understand. Our time is short. We have been called by the kingdom of God to see, to hear, to act, and to grow as a reflection of that kingdom. You see, if we don't have the eyes to see the things of the kingdom of God, we are going to miss the kingdom of God. Just because I put on shoulder pads and a helmet and football pants, and then I decide to put on an NFL does not make me a professional football player. Yeah, amen is right, Vic. (laughs) I can walk like a football player. I can talk like a football player. But that doesn't make me a professional football player. What makes me a professional football player? Impact. When I make plays in a game that impact the score of the game, I am now qualified. Just because you call yourself a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. Hello. Just because you talk all the Christianese and you know so many Bible verses that you quote by memory does not make you a Christian. Do you know what makes you a Christian? Impact. And when you hear the things of the kingdom and you see the kingdom of god and you act and live out the kingdom of god and you grow into the kingdom of god guess what you are going to have impact for the kingdom of god we are not measured by how we talk and how we look and how we walk we are measured by our impact friends Where is your impact for the kingdom of God in your life? This is where the rubber hits the road. This is where truth becomes reality. This is when the news hits our front doors. Where is the impact happening in your life and through your life in the kingdom of God? If it's not happening, you are missing out. And others around you are missing out because you're not living out the kingdom of God. Here's what Tony Evans, pastor in Texas, says, "This is powerful. This had my jaw on the ground when I journaled this. It says this: "The great tragedy for the church today is if the local church exists but fails to make an impact." and advance the kingdom of God, then that church is just a name. So what I'm going to do with my staff, our staff, and the leaders this year is we're going to get back on our knees. We're going to ask, where are we making an impact? Where are we seeing the kingdom of God? How do we lead you? How do we develop and deepen your lives? so that you go and live out the kingdom because time is running out. Time is running out. It doesn't matter if you say you're a Christian. It doesn't matter. It's not that the Spirit of God, once he lives in you through Jesus Christ, leaves. It's not that you just lose your faith. But here's the problem. We stop operating and functioning in the kingdom of God. That's what we miss out of. And everyone else who needs to hear and see the kingdom of God is going to miss out. So, in closing, I know that was a lot. God, just come. Just overwhelm us. Let us see not in the physical. God, we want to hear from you, we want to be changed. We want to live out the kingdom of God and see the fruit of the kingdom of God that your word talks about. We want to see blind eyes open. God, I want to see the sick healed. Father, I want to see miracles in your name because your kingdom has come. Show us, Father. And so if we're not living out the kingdom, friends, I want to be... I want to be gracious, and I don't want to be condemning, and I don't want you to receive guilt from this. But on the other hand, we need to understand this firm, sober truth, that if we are not living out the kingdom and seeing through the lens of the kingdom and hearing God's voice and acting in a way that represents and reflects the kingdom of God, if not, we are failing to reflect and be a representative of the kingdom of God. We're failing. So many churches in our world are failing to reflect and represent the kingdom of God. That's got to change. And I believe, I do believe that 2020 is going to be a wake-up call for the church of Christ to start living out the kingdom of God. So the bad news, I got some bad news for you. (laughs) If you are not reflecting and representing the kingdom of God, you are missing out from what you were called to what you were designed for and what jesus died and paid for you are missing out the good news is it's a new year his mercies are new every morning every, every morning do you realize that god is so gracious and patient and compassionate he's slow to anger he doesn't want anyone to perish without him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He is slow to anger, rich in love. But we need to wake up, church. We're going to miss it if we don't. We are called to look different. Can I even challenge you? I'm going to make you uncomfortable. If you have accepted Jesus as your savior and you would call yourself, I'm a Christian of the kingdom of God, raise your hand. Just raise it high. Keep those hands up. You are called to look different than the world. You are called to see different than the world. You are called to hear differently than the world. You are called to act differently and you are called to grow up differently. That's when the kingdom of God is going to shake this community. That's when the community of or the, the, the kingdom of God is going to shake your world, your marriages. You can put your hands down, your families. And we're going to take communion now as we worship. Communion is for anyone who says, I am Jesus's, He has saved me, and He lives inside of me, and I am a part of the kingdom of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God now lives in me. And as you take communion, Pastor Daniel's going to lead us. We're going to worship just a little bit. I want you to understand that for such a time as this, you were chosen and called to be a part of God's kingdom, but then to live out the kingdom and take it to the world. And so everyone has an index card either on your chair or in the front flap in front of you. Would you pull it out? Everyone, every single person, every single person pull it out. And as we start to prepare our hearts for communion, I want you to write one word or one phrase in which you need to wake up to the kingdom of God in 2020. One word or one phrase. Maybe it's read his word every day. Maybe it's go to Activation Ministries class, four week session. That is four weeks that might be the most incredible, most important four weeks of your life in 2020. What are you going to do starting today to allow yourself to awaken to the kingdom of God? And once you write that down, I want you to understand, look at that word as you're writing it down. You cannot do that in your own strength. You cannot carry it out in your own strength, your own talent, your own resources. You can't make it happen. That's why New Year's resolutions don't work. You can't make it happen. But the Spirit of God and the kingdom of God that lives in you will make it happen as you surrender and yield to the kingdom of God. Let's get real with God and let's allow Him to change us.